Good morning, everyone. My name is Mark Audrey Pelty. I'm president and CEO of uh, Bonterra Resources. Bonterra is a junior exploration company with the significant infrastructures uh, and a very large land package. We're located in the great uh, region of the north of Quebec in the Abitibi-Greenstone Belt. Really nice to, to uh, meet you over the screen. Thank you for your introduction. Uh, it's a tough old uh, gold market out there, and the, the, the share price of most gold juniors has been pretty beaten up. Uh, and uh, Bonterra is in that bracket. Uh, the gold price has popped a bit. But um, it's still difficult market conditions. Um, I think you might agree with that. It is. It is very difficult uh, time uh, for junior exploration company. Butter is one of them, like you said. Uh, really, it started last September. We, we really, uh, you know, that's it. Uh, we we finished a year with a lot of pressure on the uh, on the sell side. Uh, we had. Some of the shareholders uh, that uh, decided to to sell their stock, and that put put some pressure on our stock. We have recovered a bit uh, since then, but uh, again this year we we still see pressure on 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 junior company. So for Bob Terra, I mean, we we need to adapt ourselves uh, to the reality which is the market and and we have made significant steps through last year and we continue this year in in cost saving and reduction of our cost uh, the fixed cost you know the money you spend every month and and for example the bachelor of mine that was on care maintenance last year uh, it's about three to five million dollars Canadian spent every year to maintain that site. So, so we made the decision to, uh, uh, to shut it down. Um, late last year, we stopped the assay lab that was at the bachelor. Uh, we were going to save like, we'll talk about a million dollar a year and so on. A million means a lot of money for a company like Pantera. So we're doing, you know, our ability to react to the market uh, as is paying back, we have reduced our burn rate significantly. But, uh, you know, it's an ongoing work. We're not done. We're going to continue to, to spend our money diligently. Well, you've just, you've just announced uh, a further curtailment of activity in, t in terms of uh, the, the infill drilling program that you started last August. Um, do you want to just talk... Uh, 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 about the kind of the evolution of the Barry project uh, through last year and into this year? Great question. When I joined the company a year ago, uh, the, the strategy for the, for the company was move toward adoption. So continue to develop our project to the next stage. We have a mill, we have significant infrastructures, we have a very large resources. So we just needed a game plan, you know, to bring our asset to the next stage. And Barry, Barry uh, it was, was by far the most ad, uh, advanced of our project. Contains 1.3 million ounces, uh, significant resources, open pit and other ground resource. 
and we have mining write, mining list for both open pit and underground. So we published a PEA on the banging open pit in June last year. It was fairly positive. So so we made the decision to uh, proceed to the next stage, which is a PFS. And part of the PFS process, we actually look for better pricing from the local contractors. And we realized that the, the cost explanation at the shortage of labor, the energy costs significantly increased since we published the PA. So we're now about six months window. The cost is 50 to 100%. And the, the open pit project became kind of marginal. So you refer to the infill drilling. The decision was made, uh, of course, we paused the PFS for the very open pit to to focus on the underground portion, just underneath the pit. And we initiated the infill drilling, 125,000 meters drill program to better understand the geology, the great continuity, and, and to see if we could eventually combine the pit and the underground in, in the one, into one project. So, we drilled about uh, 30,000 meters last year, uh, 5,000 in general And by the meantime, we continue to look at, you know, the economics, how could the project look, look uh, you know, together, how could it work? And uh, we concluded that because of the, again, because of the uh, high pressure on it, on caused by the inflation, it was not the right time to to continue spending money at the Barry Underground. This, this is this is so interesting because um, in the previous cycle or the uh, from two thousand and four to two thousand and eight, and you know the, that commodity cycle, the the metal prices ran hard, um, and everyone said, well, the the the, the mining industry must be making so such great profit. Because the, the the commodity prices are rising, look how look at the, the the profit they're making. But the gold industry, in particular, saw cost inflation in line with the commodity price rises. So the margins of the companies actually stayed the same, or in some cases re reduced. So so what you've described is that the uh, effectively we've had this very steep rise in costs. The inflation has has, has spiked. But it hasn't been. It's it hasn't kind of the, the the metal price that you use. You're probably using a a, a historic looking um, metal price in your economics, but you're using a kind of a spot inflation price um, or a, a spot uh, current costs. So the the margins kind of get compressed and actually go the other way. Um, do you what? What? Do you, how do you view these costs in terms of the kind of the longevity of these high costs? I mean, I, I presumably your big costs are energy, labor, um, I, I, and, and I, I, I guess kind of consumables and well, energy and labor. I think are probably the, the the key ones, aren't they, in terms of the operating cost? But there's also capital cost, which is steel. You are correct about the uh, the fact that the price of gold has not increased as much as the inflation. And, and it's something we you really have to consider when you do uh, an economic uh, study on a project. 
Bali project is is very sensitive to energy because it, it's running on genset. So so we have no hydroelectric power uh, transmission line to to the mine. Everything is uh, you know running on generators, and uh, they all are you know. So we talk about fuel, fuel energy, really, and. For a project that Barry to, to, to operate a mine on Genset increase the cost by fifteen to twenty percent. That's that's one thing we concluded is you know, is it the right time to stop that mine if if we're gonna if it's gonna cost fifteen to twenty percent more because we are on Gensets. So the answer is no, we're not going to do that. We're, you know, we're taking a responsible approach. And when I say the timing is right on the positive news, is there, there is a power line uh, currently being built from uh, Washwanibi uh, transmission station up to the windfall deposit. And that project has been announced uh, jointly by Waswanipi uh, and Osisco uh, Mining. It's uh, operated by a company named Miyuka, which is owned by the Cree Nation of Waswanipi. And, and we really think that that is probably the best news that could could happen in the urban Barry camp, where Barry project. That's you know, two questions. Located. One is what's the distance between you and. Um... Uh, windfall and the second question is how long will it take to get to first of all windfall and then on to you potentially gladiator is straight almost straight south to to windfall and it's about 12 15 okay, kilometers really and between and gladiator is basically straight east west we're talking about another 12 15 kilometers so we're not too far away existed the power line that is being built uh, started, I believe, in February, and it's public information, and the project should take about a year. So, so in in a year from now, power would be definitively much closer to our project, and and at that time, I think it it'd be important for a company like Pontera to look again at the project and see how we can make it work this time with the hydroelectric. But definitely a great news for the urban Barry camp. I think it's a great initiative driven by a, a local First Nation. It's uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, fantastic. And um, that will uh, unlock value in your, the ounces that you've got in that camp. There are 10 million ounces within 15 kilometers of uh, Power will bring more opportunities to find more. There's no doubt. No um, doubt. And meanwhile, focusing on the positives, um, meanwhile, you've, you've kicked off some regional exploration with uh, your partners, Asisco. Yeah, we're quite excited uh, about that. We are located in the wetland, Merlin, so it's, it's difficult to access uh, that, that type of uh, ground. The winter time is, is actually the best time of the year when the ground is frozen. This winter has been very particular, and I'm sure it's maybe the same 
or yours, but it, the north of Quebec wasn't as cold as it used to be, did not get as much snow as it used to be. So we were able to put uh, a 3,000 meters uh, program uh, jointly with Cisco Mining at uh, our Duke property. Duke is basically located just north, uh, basically between Gladiator and, and Woodfall. It's a very large uh, land package there, very underexplored again. And uh, the program we put together is basically greenfield exploration. So basically no drilling has been yeah. done in that part of the region. We only have done geophysics work in the past. And we were targeting uh, actually 10, 10 targets with 10 holes. Very short program, but again, uh, it it goes with the the weather condition. So so we're quite happy uh, to do that now. Uh, we have three holes completed, so seven more to go, and uh, we're quite happy to do it with our joint venture partner as well. So we can share you know their knowledge of the region uh, with uh, our knowledge of the geology as well. So and, uh, you know, when will the, when will those results be coming out? Of the of the seven, the program should be completed by mid-April at the latest, and typically, typically a month or two after. It always takes a bit more time, you know, to get the assay results. I'd say probably in May, uh, we'll be able to provide some updates on that. Uh, having the infield drilling program at Barry and we focus on, on exploration. Uh, once we've, we've completed that uh, Duke, uh, we are going to explore uh, just uh, on the northeast of the Barry deposit. Uh, again, there was very little exploration work in the past. Uh, we're focusing, uh, you know, drilling targets along the major faults. Uh, Typically associated with mineralization, so so, Baggy Northeast will follow. We have a short program at the, our bachelor property later uh, in uh, May June. We're gonna do field work this summer as well at the bachelor. So, so we we have such a large land package. There's so much work to do, you know, uh, to refocus on exploration. Uh, Hopefully we'll unlock, you know, hopefully we'll have a, a new discovery or, or something. Something. It's to funny release. sometimes when you're forced into rethinking a strategy, uh, when you're forced to, um, you know, move away from that kind of development path line. Uh, it, it gives the geological team a chance to, as you say, rethink, reimagine, to take some time out, to step back and... Uh, use the information, use the knowledge that's been built up within within the exploration team uh, in the in the in the close space drilling of, of resource definition to actually apply it to um, new areas. And for the first time, they haven't got management breathing down their neck saying we want to move into production. They're actually saying, go away and think and and use your time and come up with one idea that we can test or two ideas. And um, you can do that low cost, high value prospecting and and geology geology and geochemistry uh that that is so important in in these kind of portfolio companies true uh 
from from between infield to its portion, there's big difference for, for the team. Uh, we're going to drill less meters uh, at the end, but it's going to be in virgin ground. So, I mean, people are quite excited, you know, we're uh, from maybe a major discovery. We never know. I mean, the probability to find another million ounces deposit in, in a 10 million ounces camp is high. Is missed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, it's 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 the best place to look for gold is in a gold-rich environment. Um, <clears throat> uh, how, what's your balance sheet like? What's your treasury situation? We we are about the six million dollars Canadian cash uh, at the moment. We have account payable for probably see half of that, so three three million three and a half. So so I'd say. Around uh, you know three million net uh, as this, uh, we have reduced our expenses as I mentioned before. We have reduced our program. Uh, our burn rate is uh, probably fifty percent of what it was last year. Just just for so 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 we're spending our money diligently. However, we we are going to uh, you know we we have no revenue unfortunately, so so we are going to have to raise money uh, probably early in in uh, in, in Q2. presumably at, at at the board level you're reviewing strategic options you know you've got you've got your uh, cash poor asset rich you've got lots of cards that you can play. Like you said, when things happen, there's always a good time to to stop and think. And our strategy hasn't changed as we, we want to become a gold producer in short term. Uh, that's basically why I joined the company. That's basically why I think I'm good at, I like to do. And and we, we're taking a step back to look at every single, uh, you know, a strategic review on is there an asset somewhere? Is there a property? that we could acquire or a company we could merge is there something a, a joint venture partner that could uh, you know join another uh, and for example develop the gladiator deposit uh which which is under a lake and we need an exploration game so so we are looking at those opportunities at the moment so so we're quite thrilled uh, to initiate that process it's too early to, to talk about it, but last week I was uh, at the PDEC and we talked to a few people and, and there are opportunities, so, so we have to look at them and do our homework. But uh, it's it's another path that we're taking as well. Good. As and a of company. course, the gold price is the, kind of the, the backdrop to all of, the, all of this and the uh, events in the market. Uh, just in the last few days, with the with the bank failures and the, the 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 stress in the financial system, I think really underline the the importance of gold as a monetary asset. Um, and there's there's always the possibility, and of, of course the hope that uh, a strong gold price uh, enables a kind of a re-rating of the gold sector back to perhaps where it was two years ago, because it's it's suffered that compression for two years. True. The banks 
is one thing. The other thing is what what's happening in Ukraine and Russia and in the states. It creates a lot of uncertainty, and I think ge ge typically geopolitics problems will help price of gold to go higher as well. So, if you think about the crisis with the banks in the Ukraine war, the ongoing war in Ukraine, I mean. You have you're getting the right ingredients to get a much higher price of gold. I think I think, I think we, we all know, know that. that. I mean, we may not like the, <laughs> the 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 picture that causes it, uh, but um, that we can control what we can control. So um, it's it's really good to hear that you've um, reduced your um, your burn rate, that you've you're undertaking this um, strategic review, and that you've restarted exploration. And excuse me, I've got a dog just barking outside my door. Um, <laughs> it's not on my side. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> while I just open the door, can you just t to the camera just um, uh, just summarize? Uh... In summary, we quite failed to uh, to initiate our trade program with our GV partner at our Cisco at the Duke. We're really happy. Program is going well. We're taking a new approach to advance the production toward the, the production level. We are going to review every strategic opportunities at the moment. Uh, we like gold. We like Canada. We know uh, United States is also a safe safe place to invest money. So, so we're basically going to take some time, you know, to look at the opportunities to bring the company to the next stage. So we're quite excited uh, uh, with with the plan. I mean, we keep adding weight on 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 our activities, and and I I really hope our stock will eventually benefit of that. But there is a different company, a different junior company, because we have infrastructures, we have mill camps. I say that the value of those infrastructures, we're talking about hundred fifty million dollars. When you look at our current market cap, we sh our stock should be at, at least five times higher, uh, minimum. And on top, you're getting three million ounces of very large resources on top. So, so with, you know, I take the definitively more upside uh, with company that Pantera and, I, and for a shareholder's perspective, it's the right time to join uh, the company and become the shareholders. Well, Marc Andre, thank you very much for the for the interview, and I, I look forward to seeing your progress during the course of the year. Thank you. Thanks for your time.